Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turning to entertainment news, this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and, and what have you learned? Learn, Going into learn, the learn. 2019 Emmy Awards, many viewers expected to see Julia Louise Dreyfus break Cloris Leachman's record for most acting wins ever, but instead, Amazon's acclaimed original series Fleabag upset uh, Veep multiple times. Yeah. So it's Phoebe Waller Bridge winning Best Com- Comedy Actress over her, and the show securing the Best Comedy Series Emmy. So basically, they got snubbed. They had nine nominations, and uh, they were denied. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, I, that was their last chance. It's final season. I, yeah. I'm uh, sincerely. I'm. I'm going to go home. Well, I have. I have a busy day, but I'm. I want to watch Fleabag. I'm going to watch at least one episode. Are they hour or half hour? Do we know? I'm going to look this up. I'm going to. Alexis, you um, watched some. I did watch some. I can't remember what it was. Ale- uh, right, Donna Valentine loves it. I think Lori and Julia love it. I've heard oh, a lot of yeah. great things about it. Oh wow! I wow, watched three okay. episodes and I thought, you know, this is a, you know, pretty decent. And I just, you know, same thing. Didn't go back to it. But okay, um, they break the fourth fourth wall a lot and uh, can feel. A little bit uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. But yeah, uh, I, you, I do remember <laughs> that you saying that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay's When They See Us stormed into the Emmy race late, premiering on Netflix on May 31st. That was the final day of eligibility. Oh. Uh, it's a four part limited series. Of course, cast member Jarell Jerome, who played Corey Wise, won Best Actor for a limited series. Um, and yeah, they had 16 nominations, more than any other Netflix program. That's why we saw them so much up there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so May 31st, the final day of eligibility, they just squeaked right in. Oh, wow. Uh, Fleabag is anywhere from 23 to 28 minutes per episode. Oh, perfect. So I enjoy that. Uh Me too. All right. Patricia Arquette made a plea for trans rights at the Emmys during her speech. It was very touching. Uh, Trans people are human beings. Let's give them jobs. She also lamented that she missed her sister Alexis every day, who was a trans woman who passed away this last year. You know why that was spectacular was not only uh, because, hello, she was speaking the truth, but also it was so genuine. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like she wrote it down and not that there's anything wrong with that because you're caught up in the moment, but it was so... Uh, cliche straight from the heart and mm. you could see it and you could you could sense it and I loved it oh, loved it loved it oh boy and then she talked about how every day she misses her that was yeah she so mourns every day oh yeah. boy yeah. alright that's the latest story you can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com that is brand new information my talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820 1220 and 520 on my talk 1071 Welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. There's a beaver that's antagonizing my dogs. Yeah, they're abundant in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson and America's favorite Don McLean, Don McLean. We have a very special guest to kick off this hour. Yes. And then, uh, speaking of kicking things off, Oprah Winfrey just moments ago unleashed her first. 
book club uh, selection under her new partnership with Apple. Oh. So we'll play, uh, I have the announcement, we'll play that a little bit later. Plus you have the Dirt Alert and Dreamweaver. We have a very busy 8 o'clock hour, but uh, so let's get going. Alexis. Yes. Take the wheel, girl. Take the wheel. My little brother, Jake Thompson, he lives in Los Angeles. He now works for E! News, which is awesome, but he worked the red carpet last night at the Emmys and uh, last weekend, too, for the Creative Arts Emmys as well. And uh, he's joining us to talk about some dish, what he saw. He watched it from the press box. Hey, Jake. Hey guys, good morning. Good morning. Good Thank morning, you Jake. so much for joining us. You've had about 15 minutes of sleep. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> yep, I fell asleep in the Uber and <laughs> grabbed a cup of coffee and here I am. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Well, thanks for waking up so early. Yeah, it's just a little after six where you are right now, but what's this? Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to be on. Thank you so I, You know, I never take it for granted when you guys invite me on, so... Oh. Well, congratulations also with your new job. Absolutely. Congratulations, Jake. Guys. Yes. So what was the kind of general spirit of the night? Because you work the red carpet, so you get all the photos and everything ready for Emmys.com. And you are really right up close and personal with a lot of the celebrities. Any dish? How was the night? We were. We were. Um, you know, I felt like for the first time, I mean, in the two years that I've worked them, um, <laughs> I thought it was the funnest red carpet. I think that people really like, um, you know, tried different silhouettes, tried different colors. Um, I think people were just having a good time. They were, you know, Jake, and, and we've said this before, that the award shows have gotten kind of boring because nobody's yeah. taking nobody's taking chances anymore. We don't see B- Bjork with the swan dress or Cher, yeah. Cher with her ass hanging out, which we love Cher. But you're, I'm so glad you made that point. It looks like people are starting to take risks again. Well, people are people are just trying to keep up with J Lo after that Versace <laughs> runway show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jake, seriously, oh, let's divert. Let's do. Let's divert that for just a second. How great the fact that it was twenty years apart and she looks better. Oh yeah, I mean, I she is the ultimate supreme. Everyone keeps thinking it's you know. Sorry, Beyonce. I think it's J Lo. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry, babe. Yeah. Uh huh. Who do you think took chances last night, or who are your best dressed? Oh, okay. Well, with, without a doubt, I loved um, Gwendolyn Christie. Hands down, was I think my favorite. Oh man, um, Game she of was Brianna Tars from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, it was their final season. I felt like she treated it kind of like Emma Watson at the final Harry Potter premiere. Like she just makes it a moment. She looks like, I think she's going to be a Jesus meme. She kind of looks like Madonna (laughs) at the Met Gala. I just thought she had a lot of fun. Whereas like, no offense to the rest of her castmates, but it's your final chance to really get to do this and celebrate the end of like such an epic era of a show. So I thought she just like really stood out to me. I was thinking of people who just kind of like, really took a chance and somebody that like later when we were at the party we were like oh yeah that person came here to like stand out so i guess i would also say um i love zendaya i think it's the year of zendaya um she kind of was in this like poison ivy Mm -hmm. like long elegant moment Um, Jake, Jake, can I ask you, because you're right there, I love her, I have a little gay boy crush on her, please tell me that she is as stunning in person as she is on screen. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I think that I think that life starts after Zendaya. Like I just <laughs> I'm also <laughs> like I, <love> him. <laughs> I, I think after Euphoria, like I'm like I think she's just that dress is everyone's sexual orientation. She's just I don't think she can do anything wrong. And then they paired her with the best person, RuPaul, who oh. also was a standout. Um he was in that kind of like pink uh, tuxedo with oh, yeah. uh, uh, black roses. Um, I felt like everybody uh, wore a lot of pussy bows, which I don't hate a pussy bow. So it yeah. was like yeah. we had we had own um, Dasha Polanka from uh, Orange Is the New Black. Like I felt like everyone was doing, you know, the bow emoji. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. It looked like there was a lot of bow emojis on the floor, and yeah. that's one of my favorite emojis. So, hats <laughs> off. <laughs> Alexis's brother, Jake Thompson, who works for E, joins us, right, is on the phone right now with us for the Emmys. Okay, so I see on your list, too, you were loving Kendall Jenner, Jake. Yeah, you know, okay, so I am not the biggest, um, maybe it's an unpopular opinion, I'm not the hugest Kardashian fan, but you got to give respect when respect is earned, and I want to wear that dress. Yeah, I, I love the dress, too. I don't even know who it was. Yeah, yeah. Big red roses and mm-hmm. black and long-sleeved and all. Lex, make a knockoff for Jake, please. I want to see Jake oh. in that dress. Lex, will you please make up a knockoff, please? Yeah, oh, I'd okay. love to make stuff for Jake, because, Jake, you, you even had a really cool look going on. It was inspired by Euphoria, right? Yes, yep. I'm just trying just trying to be the oldest cast member of Euphoria at this point. Um, you look so did you feel sexy? You look so hot. Thank you. Yeah, I just I just perched myself there on the red carpet. I it was a moment of where I could rest my feet. Um yeah, I you know, I, the older you get, you just got to have fun with fashion. Life yeah. life is too short. You can't be boring. Yeah. yeah Speaking that's of true. You also had Billy Porter on your list. <gasps> yes. I mean, talk about making an entrance. Oh. I mean, I just think that whatever he's doing, people should take note. So, yeah. He takes a lot of he, chances. Yeah. He just, I was going through his Instagram the other night and I was like, would wear it, would wear it, <laughs> wish I owned it, wish that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> the other combo that I really like too is pink and red. And a lot of stars did that last night, right? Yeah, oh my, it was like Valentine's Day, <laughs> hit the red carpet. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I love a color block moment. It was um, Mandy Moore and uh, Marissa Tomei and a couple others. But yeah, like I think every, uh, speaking of Euphoria, you could tell that there was a lot of influence from that show. Uh, between the makeup, people were having more fun with their eyeliner. Um, and, you know, some of us were wearing sticker decals. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just think, I think it, I think it, um, the show, I think people just, there's like a lightness. There was definitely a fashion euphoria, if you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Lex. I'm sorry to mean to stop. <gasps> oh, no, no. I was just going to ask you, you, you watch the show from the press box. What is that experience mm-hmm. like? Yeah, I mean, it's just like what you imagine every Midwest boy grew up thinking. Like, you're just like, how am I, how am I here? It's like as glamorous as you think. Like, you're kind of like, am I too, am I not like dressed up enough for this thing? <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's like, there's like an electrifying pulse in the air and everybody is like, you know, for a split second when we were walking the carpet, everyone thought we were like on a CW show. So that was kind of a fun moment. Um, (laughs) The popper, like the paparazzi or, you know, the press, if you will, took a photo of us. But yeah, it's just like, you never take it for granted, but it like, it, it reminds you why we're alive and why we do this. So it's exciting. Was th- was there anybody? Because I love when Jake spills the tea. Like I'm just gonna say, it, <laughs> still my favorite. My favorite tweet from you recently <laughs> is your tweet about Todrick Hall, which still like it was my favorite. It, Jake spilled the tea about him. Is there anybody that disappointed you, Jake? Like like maybe they had a little bit of tood. Maybe they walked by and seemed a little bitchy. Anybody like that? Oh, ooh, um, I don't know what tweet you're talking about. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Jake, I will find that tweet. I'll, I'll let you know the date that that was set. Um, yes. Oh, God. Um, you know, uh, okay, well, I don't know if it's like as juicy of a gossip as, as uh, you're looking for this morning, but I just felt I loved the Shit's Creek cast. I felt like they were just having a party over yes. at their table. It was like, uh, do you guys watch that show? Yes. It's with like yeah. Catherine O'Hara and um, Eugene Levy and Dan Levy. I don't know. It's like Canadian. So, okay, maybe that's not the most exciting. No, no, a lot of people um, watch it. No, yes. Jason adores uh, it. Jake, yeah. Yeah. Jake oh. do you, you like it, don't you, Jake? I'm obsessed. Yeah, oh. I'm like, well, I want yeah. them to adopt me. Yeah, <laughs> I want... Moya Rose is is like a North Star. I mean, she just and, and Catherine O'Hara is so fantastic. I wish she would have won yeah. last night. Just in her acceptance speech. Oh uh, yeah, she's just like an icon. I think people are always reminded they're like Home Alone, and then there's you know a list all the all the other amazing things she's in. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, oh, <laughs> Viola Davis. Which uh, I was like, whoa, I'm standing next to Viola Davis, but she. <laughs> was like leaving the party when we arrived and she just looked like she was ready to go home. Okay, yeah. I was a little confused about her um her outfit. What was going on with that? I She's wearing tennis shoes. Tennis from like shoes DSW. And, and dress, I love it. But she also looked a little haggard, like she just like had her gut hanging out. I don't know. It seemed a little unfinished and <sighs> strange. Her presentation of herself wasn't very mm, I don't know. I just didn't Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Get it. You know, I got, you know, sometimes I try to just imagine what that would be like. And I'm sure it's like they they work a full week like we do. And all of our like my days are all blending together right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm you know, she may she may have had like a little red carpet moment. But, you know, Viola Davis is still one of the only people who could read like uh, a list of groceries out loud and she should win an Oscar for it. So, you know, (laughs) well, Jake, why don't you, Jake, go back. Okay. Go to bed, Jake. We need to put, we need to 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 go to sleep. Yes. 
Oh, well, you know what? Luckily, everybody, everyone else had to work yesterday, too. So hopefully there was, like, you know, that little, like, coffee grace period this morning. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, well, Jake, thanks for hanging out with us and giving us some dish. I, I love you, and I'm so proud of you. Aw, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And you can follow me at Jake G. Thompson That's for more right. updates from the red carpet. <laughs> follow That's Jake, right. everybody. See that, see that makeup and those hot heels plug. you were wearing last night. Plug, Dang. Jake. Plug, girl. Plug. <laughs> That's right. Bye, Jake. Oh, yeah. Fo- follow Aww. Jake uh, on Instagram. He's great to follow on Instagram. Oh, so Yep. Jake G. Coming- Thompson. It is coming up on 817. We're going to take a break. We love her, too. Elizabeth yes. Reese is here at the Dirt Alert when we return. Oh. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, everybody. Let me just wrap up quickly. I messed up my poor commercial for AAA. For more information on the AAA Movers My Talk special, just go to AAAMovers.com. Lex, can you sing the jingle for me, please? AAA Movers. Thank you. It's AAAMovers.com. The My Talk Moving special is fantastic. Call for more details on that one. Uh, and also, by the way, uh, oh, we already have the, the folks. 651-641-1071. We're taking calls now for Dreamweaver, Dreamweaver Dawn, which which we'll do next. But right now, I love her. We love her. Everyone loves her. Elizabeth Reese is here at the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Oh, good morning, you guys. It's nice to be with you on this post-Emmys Monday. Hope everyone's having a good morning. How sweet it was to hear your brother's voice there, Lex. Oh, right. He's so cute. I liked seeing on Instagram all people's photos of them getting ready for the Emmys and all sorts of stuff. Yes. Behind um, the scenes, it's fun. I know. It is really fun. The fashion is, of course, top of mind because everybody's looking back at what all the stars wore on the red carpet. And I do have a couple of little notes for you about the Emmys we talk about it all day today. Um, ben Stiller and his wife, Christine Taylor, walked the red carpet together at the <gasps> Emmys. Despite really? splitting two years ago oh. after 17 years of marriage. Aww. So oh, don't really? we all love these two so much? Yes. Yeah, I love I this do. couple. I was very sad about this split because I just think they're a darling together and they support each other and they're funny. And I loved her in that um, Hey Dude show. On Nickelodeon when I was a kid. <laughs> hey, dude. dude. I could sing the theme song, oh. but I'll spare you from that this morning. Um, so they walked the carpet together in L.A. Aww. looking happy and posing for photos. And inside the show, um, eyewitnesses said that they were smiling, looking happy, chatting with other couples. And um, they announced they were separating in May of 2017. And they talked about, you know, their parents or their the, their lives as parents. They have um, two kids who are 14 years old, but they have been spotted together multiple times since splitting up. Mm. Oh, maybe they. I like this. To be together in April of 2019, they were spotted holding hands at Pretty Woman the Musical in New York City. Oh, Oh, you know what that means? I don't know what that means. I mean, I think if you're holding hands, I mean, who who do you hold hands with? Alexis. A musical. Yeah. Yes, but everyone knows that situation, so that's a little exactly. different. <laughs> totally. Yeah, you too You're are. right about that. Brother and sister hold hand. Yeah, hand, it's, hand, yeah, hand it is creepy, yeah. kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah, that is exactly what it was. Um, mm-hmm. Congratulations to Fleabag. Everybody thought that was pretty funny that um, they said this is just getting ridiculous about <laughs> the show's success, um, that it started as a one-woman show at the Edinburgh Festival in 2014, and how much this comedy has been great so it took down took home the emmy award for outstanding comedy series that was a big deal that is lex has watched it i need to watch it i haven't watched it either but i mean this you know this is what award season does for people it shows you things and you know when you think about like 
why do people make such a big deal about it? And they just congratulate themselves. It's because, like, guess who? We had never heard of Fleabag. It gets nominated. It wins. Now everybody's going to be watching it. I mean, it's a serious bump in business if you are nominated and win these awards. Yeah, and what's cool about her is that she created the show, too. I know. And stars in it. So it's that's really fun to see. And do you like it, Lex? Yeah, I do. I do like it. I watched three episodes. I need to go back. Uh, and I've been saying this, but... It, it, I'll probably get used to it, but they break down the fourth wall a lot, and I feel a little uncomfortable. But I do that. I feel that way for any show that does that. Yeah. yeah. You're like, whoa, whoa, you're not supposed to know I'm watching you. Yeah. Uh, but w- once you get used to that, she's a sex addict, so of course that alone is appealing, right? You're like, what's happening with what's her? What's happening here? Remember when they did that on the first season of Sex in the City? When they would face <gasps> the camera and yes. do those conversations with the viewer? I mean, people don't remember this. That was... That's right. If you go back and watch the first season of Sex in the City, yep. you're going to go. She breaks the wall. Yes. And you're going to be like, what is happening here? And she smoked a lot. I forgot lot. how much Carrie smoked in yes. the in Sex in the City. All mm-hmm. the time. Okay. A couple of stories that aren't Emmys related, just to keep you in the loop, because I know we'll be talking Emmys all day. But um, gosh, Demi Moore talking with Diane Sawyer about her new memoir, um, which is coming out here this week. It's really crazy she talked about her childhood and the book is called inside out and she did an interview with diane sawyer that's airing on good morning america and she shopped about or she talked about her mother virginia king who when they moved around the country her mother then began taking her to bars so they together would get attention from men and demi moore recalled how after one outing she returned home to find an older man who had a key to their home and she said he assaulted her and um, and said that he had paid her mother $500, and she accepted it. Oh. I mean, this book is... Wow. Oh, I can't wait to read this. It is oh. a lot. She says it was a rape and a devastating betrayal, is what oh. Demi Moore said. Oh. Um, and she was asked, Diane Sawyer then asks in this interview if she thought she was pimped out by her mother. And Demi Moore said, I think in my deep heart, no, I don't think it was a straightforward transaction, but she still did give him the access and put me in harm's way. So Demi Moore was born in New Mexico, but her biological father left her mother before she was born. And then she was raised by her mother and her mother's second husband. She didn't realize that her stepfather was not her biological father until she was 13 and discovered her birth certificate. Um, But both her stepfather and her mother were alcoholics. She says her mother attempted suicide many times, and she recalls trying to save her mother's life as a child to dig pills out of her mouth. I mean, it is so... wow. It's like, when you hear this stuff about childhoods like this, it is so shocking to me that you can even get up and face the day. You know, just like I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, I just cannot even believe how people can survive childhoods like that and then be like Demi Moore. And then it, it explains, it just explains a lot. And it's yeah. like amazing that she's been able to overcome what she's been able to overcome. But the book inside out again, um, out, I think either today or tomorrow. Tomorrow. I think tomorrow. I think tomorrow. Can we end on a positive note? Uh, how was, how was, uh, you were at Lambo yesterday. I you? was, yes, I was. <laughs> it was really fun. Don't hate on me. Don't send me mean emails. <laughs> Oh, no, my dad's my been goodness, a Packers yes. fan for as long as uh, he's lived. And so we went to the game yesterday. And instead of buying a poncho, my dad brought his own hefty bag to deal with the rain. That's that fantastic. Quite fiscally conservative. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. September uh, listener rewards have been refilled. Vintage uh, copper fire pit, green mill gift cards, and more. For more information, go to mytalk1071.com. Dreamweaver Dawn is next.
Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We have Jennifer, Amy, Anna, and JT standing by to get weaved by Don McClain. And I mean, seriously, who doesn't want to get weaved by Don McClain? We have Dreamweaver Dawn, and then coming up in the next segment, Oprah Winfrey uh, just dropped her new book club Yes, and you're thinking, well, that, I mean, she does it a lot. Yeah, no, no, no. This is why it's a big deal. This is her first one with her new partnership with Apple, and she is calling this book one of her favorites since Beloved. If Whoa. you can believe that. Yeah. So wow. we'll have that. I have a little, a little clip for you. Little clip for ya coming up uh, in just a little bit. But right now it's time to get your dream weaved. Lex, are you ready to Oh yes. Are you ready to be weaved, Lex? Always. <laughs> I'm always ready to be Let's weaved. Catch those dreams. Weave them. Let's catch them. Let's catch them and catch weave them. Catch them all, Lex. Catch them all. And that's a Pokemon thing. And I don't even <laughs> I really yet. don't know what that means. That's so right. you're gonna have to explain it. And that little ball and then it opens and Oh, got it, yeah. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? She's the woman for you. Uh-huh. Take it away, Lex. All right. Our first dreamer is Jennifer. Good morning, Jennifer. What's your dream? Well, my dream is I was playing with two babies in water, and my old roommate from college was there, and I was really worried that she was dropping them underwater. And then she cut my hair, and then when she went to leave and say goodbye, she fell into me and accidentally kissed me. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for being oh, very wow. direct and succinct. Jeez, Jennifer is fantastic. Jennifer, yeah. thank you. Okay, so uh, babies are new ideas. Uh, water is conscious life experiences. So there's some new ideas that you've been kicking around, but um, you're not kicking babies, but the ideas you're kicking <laughs> around. Um, but you feel like you're overwhelmed with all of the choices that you have to make when it comes to creating or or fostering this new idea and you get worried that they're just going to be these new ideas aren't going to go anywhere and they're going to have to change into something else um so that is that's basically what you're dreaming about the the um whose babies were they my great nieces your great nieces so you need to think about who your uh the mother of these babies in real life the mother what qualities that she has because that's the part of yourself that are making these ideas come forth oh cool Okay. And the haircutting? Oh, the haircutting uh, hair is thoughts, and so you're trying to eliminate a lot of these thoughts, uh, oh. that it, which makes sense because of the new ideas. You feel like um, you're overwhelmed with all of the choices you have to make, so you're trying to eliminate all the thoughts that are going on with these new ideas. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Thank you very much. No problem. Okay. Have a good Goodbye. day. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer. Uh-huh. Fascinating. I always love to know what different things represent. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So. All right. All right. Next dreamer is Amy. Good morning, Amy. What is your dream? Well, I was traveling in an unfamiliar foreign city with my mom, mm-hmm. and I had to find a particular like hotel room. And every way I tried to go in through the buildings, the stairways didn't go up past the second floor. Mm-hmm. And there was a wooden ladder to go the rest of the way, and it always went up very high, and it was set up quite precariously, and I couldn't safely get on the ladder. Um, whenever I did attempt to, it would the ladder would start to slip or fall. 
Okay. A city in a dream is a particular pattern of thinking. It represents an attitude that you hold. And this is an attitude in particular, since it's a foreign city, that isn't something that is you would normally have. So you are trying to get to the certain attitude that you should have about a certain situation. Um, mm-hmm. It also involves your mother, who uh, that represents your super conscious mind. And the purpose of your super conscious mind is to have the seed idea for your maturity as a creator. So that's what this your that part of yourself is trying to get you there to have this oh. certain attitude about something that's not that's kind of foreign to you. You're trying to go up the outside of the building because a house is a frame of mind. You also feel like this is a temporary state of attitude that you're going to have to be in to do whatever it is you need to do in the next step of your life. Oh, okay. Okay. And then what does sense. it mean my my mom had the same dream the same night? Does yeah. that mean something? Um well oh, that is weird. not very common, but I don't really have a good answer for you with that other than you guys are just very connected um wow uh, i mean it's just going to be the dream is always about the dreamer so she's also going through the same process and same thing and you guys are connecting minds in that way Mm. cool you in the same bed no (laughs) not not even the same city yeah wow that's crazy are you you close to your mom uh yeah did you talk to her the day before you had this dream uh yes did you talk to her about any big issues in particular that you don't have to tell us right now? But No, but, but we are planning a trip together. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. So cool. Well, you got to so get in the cool. right frame of mind to go where you need to go because you're going to learn something on that trip, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Wow. Her mind's nice. getting her ready for that. Yes, so. Yeah. Anna's next. Good morning, Anna. What's your dream? Hi. So in my dream, my dad was sick and he died. And at his funeral, I was, it seemed like I was the only one who cared. I was the only one who cried. I was the only one who spoke. My mom was like off in the corner. She wasn't even dressed up. She was wearing a jean skirt. And my brothers got in a big fight. And yeah. Okay. So every person in the dream is a part of yourself. Okay, so all those people that didn't care are just other aspects of yourself that you're trying to get on board with a really important thing. So um, you realize that there is a part of you, you might have had some, you're struggling right now with a part of yourself. It's also your super conscious mind that um, which is closest to God and why you're here in your creation. You're having a little trouble figuring out what your purpose is right now. Um, And so you've dreamed that your dad has died. Um, But that's just the inner part of yourself that doubts. You're having some inner turmoil about that because death is change in Uh a dream. It's not actual death. All right. So you're just a little bit afraid that something has changed within you where you're not going to be able to go forward with the path that you thought you were on. Okay. Okay. And the other parts of yourself you feel like don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> it's big stuff you're dreaming about. Um, yeah. And, um, that's the kind of things that we need to pay attention to, you know, because okay. it, it's the reason why you're here. So you just, you need to meditate on that and think about what you thought about the day before, if anything came mm-hmm. up that was Anna, big life issues. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. We Love you guys. Love you. Dude, we have one you. more, right, Lexa? Yes, Lulu. we have one more dreamer, JT. Hey, JT, what's your dream? 
I dreamt that I had a new baby, and I brought him home, and then I woke up the next day, and I went on with my normal morning and got my older daughter off to school and went to work. And when I came home, I realized I had forgotten about my newborn baby. So I went up to check on him, and he was just fine, asleep in his crib. He had a wet type that I needed to change, but not what I had expected, maybe a whining or crying baby. That was my dream. Okay, JT. Ah. So this is, uh, once again, if you heard the first call, uh, babies are new ideas. All right, so Mm -hmm. there's a new idea that you had. Uh, that you you know that's fully formed it's not just um, sex would be the beginning of a new idea where you're start, starting to create something this is fully con- gone through where you've had a baby so it's something that you okay. started that you've left unattended in your life and you feel like you need to go back to and you're you were a little worried the day before you had this dream that you weren't going to be able to you know uh, <laughs> that you left it alone for too long and refoster that uh, that care for that new idea all right, so you just it, everything's going to be okay because you can still work on that idea. That's what your your soul is telling you. Okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, JT. You. Thanks, Bye. JT. Don't forget, if you didn't get your dream weaved, we do this every day, or I'm sorry, every Monday <laughs> at eight thirty. Yes. Eight forty two, everybody. Hey, uh, join Team Alexis for the 2019 American Cancer Society's Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. When is it, Lex? It is Saturday, October 26th at Mall of America. Yes, yeah, stride with us. We have a big team already. It's very stride. exciting, raising lots of money for breast cancer research and for local families. So please come and join us. It's a fun morning of celebration. And if you can't join us, please consider a donation. Just use my talk keyword, Team Alexis. And don't forget also programming note, it is Emmy Monday here on Jason and or actually all day, yep. all programming day on my talk. Colleen and Bradley, Don and Steve, Lori and Julia will have comprehensive analysis of last night's a dumpster fire of an Emmy Awards. Uh, the good moments, the bad moments, and Billy Porter, who we love. Uh, we, <laughs> we started uh, this hour with Jake uh, Thompson giving us a live from Hollywood breakdown of the night. We will end today's show with a little more Emmys talk and Oprah Winfrey when we return. This is one of those days where we actually need like eight hours of a show because uh, I just listen. I listen to uh, in that commercial break portions of the Demi Moore interview on GMA. Yeah, uh, maybe the other shows. I'm sure Lori and Julia will have more on it. Uh, We got to talk about this tomorrow. We'll play some clips and discuss it because Demi Moore's interview with Diane Sawyer is the definition of a bombshell. Um, revelatory, thought-provoking. If you are a Demi Moore fan, you will be shocked. Um, so we'll, we wow. got to play some. We got to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's unbelievable. I mean, I just listened to a minute of it right there and talked about how her mother basically sold her to this creep for $500. And he raped her. Oh my god! It's I mean, it's that's one. That's just one revelation. It's wow. it's yeah. So uh, that's on GMA's Twitter account. If you guys want to see the the full interview, and the book is out uh, tomorrow. Speaking of books, on a much much uh, lighter note, Oprah Winfrey has announced her new book club selection. Now you're thinking to yourself, okay, Jace, well. 
you know, the book club's been around since 96. The reason this is making news and the reason this is a big deal is this is her first one with the partnership with Apple. And uh, and it's a big deal. And as you're about ready to hear, she says this book has her as excited as when she first read Beloved. Wow. Which, if you're a fan of Oprah, you know, is a beloved book to her. Uh, take a listen to this. Hi, everybody. It's happening. <laughs> Together with Apple, we're building a new book club for today's world, for a more connected world, for the entire world. Our journey begins with The Water Dancer, an incredible new novel by Ta-Nehisi Coates. It is as beautiful as it is tragic, and I am beyond excited to read it with you. Get your hands on this book, because I'm going to sit down with Ta-Nehisi Coates and an audience filled with people who love books on Apple TV+. Until then, you can follow along with us on Instagram at Oprah's Book Club, where we can talk all about it. I love you, Oprah. She's also on Ellen today promoting the book. This is a first-time novelist, Lex. Can you believe that? Dawn is, wow. he's, yeah, and she picked him. Can you imagine that phone call? Oh, <laughs> my God. Your life changes instantly. It instantly. So, the there we go. The water dancer. Okay. The water dancer. So, and Oprah also opened up to Ellen about, you know, those rumors that she was going to do another talk show. Yeah. Uh, so here's uh, her Whatever talking about that. So yeah, here, this is really funny how Wait. Oprah answers. Uh, I can do whatever. Here, let me go back a little bit. There we go. Here's Transform her. the way you see somebody. So, uh, and also with Apple, we should mention you're, there's rumors that you're possibly going to do a talk show? No, well, I'm kind of done with the talk show. I know, but why are there rumors about that? Well, I think there are rumors about it because I'm also going to be doing, uh, I can do whatever I want. That's what's wonderful (laughs) about it. Yes. Yes, Oprah. (laughs) Thank you. I can can do whatever I want. So I'm going to be doing documentaries and I'm also... (laughs) Get it. Get it, Oprah. Oh, that is so Get true. Get it, girl. I love you. Oprah's <laughs> like, well, I, I can do whatever I want. Yes, you can, Oprah. <laughs> yes, other you people can. Who do whatever they want, Don and Steve. Well, they're here early. Oh, My yeah. Goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I actually they're just looked already. at the clock and I was like, should I go like get a coffee or like try, try, try <laughs> to go again? You know, know, always pee before the show. <laughs> yeah, at least wow. try. Okay. Uh, Are you going to pick up our Emmy baton and run with it, you two? We are. We've been legally mandated to do such, and we will. Let me tell you, and Steve, you're kind of still new. You're still a new one. There is nothing worse, and Alexis and Dawn, I wish I could see their face. (laughs) There is nothing worse than getting a note from that fire-breathing hose beast of a woman, uh, Amy Daniels, uh, B. Arthur. Oh, I just, uh, you know, we spend money on advertising, telling people we're going to talk about the Emmys, and here you are talking about Oprah. I mean, is there a problem with a not clear in my email? It's all Emmys all the time. So just, Steve, learn from the three of us. Uh, Don't do anything else other than Emmys or there'll be a phone call. You are so much email. more um, I, 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 I want to learn this from you, Jason. You are so much more brazen um, fearless in your responses to our boss. I, because again, I'm, I'm the new guy and I'm you know trying to make it all work right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I hear you, when I hear you call her hose beast, I think <laughs> I should be much more uh, direct and firm in my emails. 
Oh. Well, I don't stop at hose uh, bees. I still haven't learned, so. Yeah, uh, there's uh, fire breathing. There's a uh, Babadook <laughs> wig. What else, yeah, Lex? What else do I call it? They have a, a special demon. relationship. Uh, we do, we do. What is the, the Oprah talk? Can I can oh, Don't I talk can about I, can, it. Wait, no, don't worry no. about it. Don't worry about it, Steve. I'm, uh, let us do it. We don't care if we get in trouble. You two are the good kids. She only <laughs> listens to your show. So oh, you I guys don't think so. Yeah. So only <laughs> just right, Lex. Just well, do it. I mean, Emmys. she obviously does listen to us because she just scolded you, right? For doing Oprah talk? No, no, she I was no, 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 no. Veer off of it a little. Oh yeah, no, bit I'm kidding. No, to. she actually didn't today. But oh, I she's thought been that known she texted to. you. No, oh, no, no, I'm saying no, but hypothetically, <laughs> she has been in. She has been in a bit of an email zone recently. Yes. Of like, she is. about once a week. You're gonna get a bam from uh, yeah. a, our boss <laughs> via email, and it's like, oh, okay. We should do that. We get wabammed about what, Lex? Once a show, right? Uh, Lex, uh, once or twice a show. I think she just directs them at you. <laughs> Maybe they're great. You Thanks, yeah. Lex. Thanks, girl. I, uh, but yeah, great. we do. You're right. We do. <laughs> Lex, keeping it real. Uh, so stay tuned for nothing but Emmy talk on Donna and Steve. That That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid being bullied, go out there and be yourself because no one can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you so much. Have a great Great day, and we will talk tomorrow. Enjoy all the Emmy talk today, friends. All the way through Lori and Julia. It's a beautiful day. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.